Hi there. Welcome to Season 4 of Feng Shui Your Day. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking. This season is more about optimism, looking at the lessons in life that continue to help us grow. Feng Shui teaches us to see and observe with fresh eyes in all areas of life. So what's, what's this podcast all about? Well, relating the past, living in the real world, and experiencing a transformation into the future. Enjoy each topic that comes forwards, whether it be a blog from me or a special guest appearance. Moving forwards is the only way to go. Good morning, good morning. I'm Catherine Wilking, your host today on Feng Shui Your Day. Today we take a deep dive and talk about the power position. Your office and workspace are an extension of your home and they work together and anything that can influence you can and will change the dynamics in your life. Whatever happens at work affects your home and if whatever happens at home affects your work. You know, I've met couples that are working right now to save up for a family and you know, they just never stop. It never seems to be enough. And I've also met couples that are stepping back at work in order to raise a family. So whatever the situation is, whenever a couple is committed to a common goal, everything they choose to bring into the home affects that energy balance. So let's find the balance and harmony so that all parties are loved, fulfilled and enjoying life. I've met with so many people in the last few years who apologize for their office, like really apologize for what? They all appear to be competent, sane people with good jobs. And so what's the problem? Well, a lot of them are embarrassed. They don't really like their workspace. The desk is piled high with papers and projects. And I always hear the complaints. This office doesn't really work for me. Well, I want to tell you that you are in charge of everything and every minute of the day. You are in charge of everything that you bring or allow into your home or office. And you're in charge of where things go and any maintenance that goes with it. So that's a big deal. To put you all at ease, you are working, right? You're allowed to have papers on your desk. In fact, having paper clutter can sometimes represent job security these days, right? The problem is really the flow, the routine and the organization of the projects and the papers. Well, an office that's been feng shui should give you a balanced flow of energy so you can accomplish the tasks of the day. The goal is to make your time productive and functional. Achieving that balance means different things for different people. And by identifying obstacles and distractions, you can clear your space, your mind, and in order to grow. So one of the first things to consider in the office is placement of your desk and other furniture. That's how you're going to find the power position, regardless of whether you have an entire room designated as your office or merely a closet or a cubicle, you will need to find that power position. The power position is the best spot to place your desk in order to see the whole room and the doorway and yet not be in direct alignment with the door. So in this power position, you should feel comfortable and relaxed. If you feel good sitting at your desk, it's a good indication that you're placed properly and you're on the right track of becoming successful in the future. So the power position is also known as the command position in uh, Chinese. A lot of Chinese books have this in here. And this reverse 
this refers back to an ancient Chinese model. Um, when you find your power position, you automatically become safe as your back is protected, your sight lines are clear, and you're out of the way of distraction. So when that happens, is your subconscious rests a little bit. So that you're taking up a little bit less bandwidth, being worried and trying to keep you safe. <laughs> You've got uh, enough brain power and in a calm working area to get things done. So a few things to consider when you're setting up your work area for being in the power position. If you're going to sit with your back to a door or an open space, a hallway or great room or media room, your subconscious could be on high alert wondering what is going on behind your back. So try to get creative with your desk arrangement and check out some different ways to sit, okay? Uh, if you cannot find a power position that faces the doorway, you could consider placing a little mirror, like a small purse-sized mirror, discreetly on your desk to mirror the doorway behind you. And that way, if someone's shadow crosses the light behind you, there won't be any surprises. But uh, another tip on that, just avoid having the mirror reflect directly on your actual work because actually you're doubling how much work to do then as well. So use a small mirror. You just want to see if there's a shadow behind you. And a similar situation, you want to avoid sitting with the window behind you. That's always a little upsetting. A window could be excessively bright on your computer screen. Um, perhaps a light curtain or a screen divider is an option to make you feel more comfortable. And another thing that people don't think about, even a high bookshelf. These huge bookshelves that put all their stuff in, even fixed to the wall, could give you the feeling of being overwhelmed, there's too much work to do, or even being buried with thoughts of, you know, what if something falls over? So a better choice would be a lower bookshelf or even a credenza behind you would make a much better choice. So now we look up. So placing your desk under a beam or at a side of a room where the ceiling slopes behind you can also make you feel unsafe. Any configuration that makes you feel anxious, overwhelmed, or stifled should be reconsidered. So take a minute to observe and sit at your desk for a few minutes and just see if any of these issues I mentioned are present. And you know what? If something doesn't feel right, then chances are you are correct. Every situation needs to be evaluated. Your work is important and it needs to be set up properly for productivity and fulfillment. So that's super important. Many modern businesses maximize their employee capacity by setting up little pods or cubicles grouped together for their workstations. And many workstations are set up for the employees to face a wall or a partition. So think about this. Originally, this stance was to provide privacy and avoid distractions in an open concept facility. Okay, but in reality, when you're blocked off like that, you're working with blinders like in a closet and you're unable to see what's going on. They're taking your power away. Fun fact, you know, 100 years ago, not long, not too long ago, an acceptable punishment for a child was to send him into a corner with the nose to the wall. From, from there, these kids could not see anyone or find out what was going on. So do you ever feel 
kind of like that and you don't know what's going on, but you ever feel out of touch in your cubicle or your workspace? Well, take these other factors into consideration here. If um, you are working face to face, if your workstation faces another person and there's a divider in there, depending how close that is, this will only work if you're really compatible or you're actually working on the same project. So even if you're touching like that, see if you can turn out like a quarter away just to give yourself a little personal space and no one will be staring at you and you'll still be recognized as part of the team. That's an idea. Another issue you might find at work that if you're stationed at the end of a long hallway, you'll have other concerns. Uh, you know, maybe going up the stairs and down the hallway or there, bam. Long hallways could either become stagnant without any fresh air reaching your desk or the opposite with full force energy, big chi energy whoosh, streaming towards you. So you got to watch those long hallways things too. And check out the indoor air quality. That could be another potential problem that's not allowing you to be as productive as you need to be. So check for all these things for good lighting, sounds, odors, heating and air conditioning and yeah, make sure your environment is a comfortable zone for you to work. We're going to rest that subconscious. Oh, we're going to keep you calm and alert, and you're going to get things done. So one last thing, uh, pay attention to vacant desks and dead space, because these areas can collect a lot of clutter and become stagnant energy. So an empty desk becomes a dumping ground for office supplies or brochures and you know the stuff. Nobody dusts or cleans it. And if the bake, you know what? Have a look at that bacon desk because it might appear to be a better position for you if you need it. So clean it up and move in and give yourself a fresh start. Finding the best place for you, wherever you go, you will be set up for success, creating harmony wherever you go. I know not everyone is so sensitive to all these issues and I understand if you are happy working at your desk under a large beam you know that's just fine and yet if you ever get anxious or unproductive or feeling bogged down um, you may want to try moving your desk to another position and check it out so is there really a best place for your desk absolutely might not be the same for you as someone else, but you can find that best place. In an ideal world, you could choose the perfect spot for yourself, whether it be tight quarters in your home or as part of a huge company, you can still choose where to sit. A few notes about actually choosing a desk here. Well, a solid desk is a powerful tool. You won't want to choose a desk that's weak in any way. So if it's sturdy, it will give you support. So poor choices would include a desk that's got a wobbly leg, or it's going to go over, it's being supported, um, propped up, or even those glass ones. They're really, they're, they're, the light bounces off them and they're, they're hard, hard surfaces. You might not choose a glass desk. But if the desk is too small and tight, you may feel cramped, knocking your legs or that would undermine you with some of your goals and achievements and if your desk is large it's a good size for you to put all your stuff on it you've got light you've got space to breathe you will feel confident and competent to move with energy in all of your endeavors 
And if your desk was previously owned by a successful individual who you respect, well, good vibrations will bring you good benefits. So stay away from the hand-me-down woes. You may be picking up some predecessor chi energy that you don't need. So give the same attention in choosing a desk chair as you've given to selecting your actual desk. So a chair with arm rests a little more comfortable or provides you with strength and security and helping you stay strong in the power position. I was at a client's house, uh, gosh, a few years ago. His name is Ken. He called me to check out the break-in in his kitchen area at home. And while I was there, he asked me if I could have a look at his home office, of course. So when I got there, his office is beside the garage. So it's kind of a not in the prime spot to do this. But anyway, I walked in and it was really like a dumping ground for stuff. He had his desk, yeah, with the tall uh, shelves around it there. Um, there was a drum set that had been discarded from his son sitting there. There was power tools on the floor and boxes. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, Ken, this this isn't a real office now, is it? He said, well, no, I don't ever work here or sit here. And so anyways, I took like five minutes with this. Ken, turn your desk into the power position here. Sell the drum set, just get rid of it out of the office here. Put the power tools back in the garage where they belong. And you know, you could clean this up, fresh coat of paint, it'll be great. And then I left. I didn't pay any more attention to it. I was actually working on the other side of the house. And um, wouldn't you know, within a week, Ken called me uh, and he wrote a beautiful testimony to me as well, too, which is really kind of interesting, is that uh, he did do everything I said, painted. Uh, we've talked about a nice creamy color to warm up the office and he's having a blast he loves his new office he loves working in his new office and and he just can't thank me enough so you know what even the, the simplest little things that i think are, are like obvious um, some people can't see anymore so that's pretty funny um, another thing another client i went to see was an insurance broker he was in charge of his own brokerage and he was setting up a satellite office for his salespeople. And, um, you know, they just weren't coming in. They weren't using it. But one of the things he did was he removed the walls in each office and then he replaced them with glass. Yeah, glass walls. Um, he didn't want the guys thinking or feeling they were working alone. He wanted to create a team spirit feeling for everybody. and. You know, what happens if they were all there? They would all be looking at each other behind these glass walls, whether they're talking on the phone or having a snack. Um, just there wouldn't, there just wasn't any privacy here. There was light bouncing off all the glass. Um, the desks at least were wood. I liked that. And, you know, it was decorated to the nines. But Anyway, I spent my time rearranging the desks just a little bit so they wouldn't be looking at each other and setting up blocks of sorts. I mean, there was only, I think, maybe eight employees or something that would have stopped through there. This is a small, uh, intimate office here. But these blocks that I had to set up, uh, kind of some of them I put a credenza or a table between the two people on the glass and set up some plants or other tall things so they're not actually looking at people when they're talking to their clients on the phone 
And I also checked for some EMF interferences, you know, electromagnetic frequencies that are frequent with all your devices and computers. But I didn't really like the office at all. He needed some help. Uh, there was one brick wall and you don't really get any creative ideas from a brick wall. But uh, and I thought it was a long shot at the satellite office seemed to be a good idea. But for these people to stop and go in and not get the work completed, it didn't seem to make too much sense. And sadly, he did close this office within six months. And looking back at this costly mistake, and these things that you know happen frequently in the workplace is uh, you got to ask your staff what do they need to be more productive and happier in the workplace and one of the first things is to allow everyone to be in a power position don't get anybody working beside a photocopier or the kitchen or say for now we're going to put you beside the bathroom no allow everyone to be in the power position. It's never too late to get your space feng shui for success. This week's recording was influenced from excerpts from my book, Practical Feng Shui for the Office. There's now a second edition coming out. Yeah, middle of 2024. It's called Creating Harmony for Success. So let's make a plan to set you up for success. You can book a call through my website, katherinewilking.com, and we'll have a chat. And we can find power positions to get you and your space working for you. Something to think about. I'm Catherine Wilking. It's been my pleasure to share my time with you today. Enjoy the journey. I'll be back next week. <music>